Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tale Duel podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt. And I'm Lance. And so today we're just going to do an introduction episode where we just kind of introduce ourselves, introduce the podcast, and kind of talk about ourselves a little bit. So um, let's start by just doing kind of a general info about ourselves. So I'm currently 23 years old. I'm currently 22 years old. But we'll be 23 later this year. Yeah, we're born in the same year. Um, we're both from central Ontario. We actually met in high school, which is yeah. kind of funny because, like, I never knew you until, like, I think it was, like, grade 10. But I had known yeah. of your existence because my mom <laughs> and your mom were friends or something like that in high school. Yeah, I don't really know the whole story. All I know is, like, my mom would, like, tell me to kind of, like, look out for you or something. And I just remember being, like, hey, whatever, mom, that's weird. <laughs> and then I think you, like, introduced me, like, introduced yourself to me at one, a dance or something. And I was, like, oh, my mom knows your mom or something. I'm, like, that's kind of how it all started. That's funny. Actually, I think I remember that now, too. Yeah. So long ago. <laughs> it was so long ago. So we'll kind of talk a little bit more about ourselves later and kind of get into more of like a juicy, like deep dive, maybe share some secrets, maybe not. Mm -hmm. um, but for now, <laughs> let's just kind of talk about the podcast. So our podcast is called Tail Duo. That's because there's two of us. We are a duo as well. The tail part is T-A-L-E, which is like a story. And what we're going to be doing for this podcast is telling each other stories. So each episode, one of us will kind of take over and um, kind of share a story with the other person. So a little teaser for the next episode is I'll be leading it. And I just, um, just have a lot of stories to tell with. So yeah, I, the little sneak peek is Travis the chimp. That's the name of the story. It's a true story. It actually happened, um, but that's kind of a little teaser for the, my next episode to come. And then just like a little insight into what we're right. planning on doing. So going to be exciting. I'm very excited on that. I have to find some interesting stories to uh, find and share. Once I kind of thought of one more just kind of came pouring out and then I'd be okay. like, oh, I kind of want to tell a story about this and then I'd just be like, I don't have a story and then I'd just start like Googling, <laughs> which is always great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's I feel like I'm a born. Yeah. yeah. And then we can even... Yeah. We're also going to probably end up sharing, like, personal stories, too. So, like, some episodes yeah. we might just share one person's personal story and discuss it. Or even, like, yeah. back and forth. I know Liv the other day mentioned talking about, like, our college experience, which I think will be interesting. Yeah. I don't even think we really <laughs> did a deep dive with each no. other in our college experience. I think so. No. no. So, that'll be interesting. Holy world. Oh, Yeah. yeah. And I think we had very different <laughs> college experiences, so we'll definitely talk about that one. Yes. Um, For sure. So let's do a little deep dive into ourselves. Yeah, so I honestly, I, let's be real, I'm a very, like, introverted or extroverted person all at the same time, in the sense of, like, I used to be super introverted, and then met people, and I became extroverted, and I blame that on college. Um, and I'm just, like, I don't know. I like, like, my favorite color is blue, and, like, I like to doodle, and I really like writing, and I, like, have a shit ton, I don't know if you can use swear language, so I'm just gonna say it, of, Yeah, um, you can, it's personal preference. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, I just, I'm a, I'm a person that I, 
I don't share a lot, but I share a lot all at the same time. So the mixture of both ways. And I literally wrote up a script today to talk about, and now I'm totally off of my script because I totally lost my thought and I got nervous from it. So I used to do the same thing in school, mainly in high school. Where I would, like, before a presentation, I would, like, write up a whole thing of, like, what I was going to touch on. And then at the end, I'd be like, I didn't even look at that. I was so nervous. No. Um, yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying with, like, you're a sharer, but, like, not a sharer. Because I feel like you're the yeah. kind of person that, like, you put, like, deep thought into what you're going to, like, share with the world. And then once you do yeah. decide to share something, you're like, I'm going to share this. Like, they're going to know. Um, whereas I found, like, yeah. I'll just kind of tell anyone anything. <laughs> like, if someone asks something, like, I really have no problem saying it. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I don't know. That's, I don't know. Like, I don't have, like, I have much to say, but also, like, not much to say all the same time. Like, I don't know if we want to start talking about, like, foods and, like, no, colors. Like, I said that already. I think Liv and I are really similar in that personality type where we're definitely, like, the mix of, like, introvert and extrovert. I tend to be really introverted as well, but at the same time, I need human interaction to be, like, happy, mm-hmm. so as yes. much as I love being alone all the time, I'm, I can't, I can't do it, so Mm-mm. I do have to, like, reach out to people a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know, like, I, I live with my boyfriend, so having that is great in itself, because it's, like, I always have somebody coming home that we can hang out and talk, but then it's, like, I'm like off right now so it's like what do I do during my day so I feel like I'm constantly like boring myself so that when I have so much introverted time when he gets home I'm like oh my gosh I want to speak but then it's also like he needs his time to recharge and I forget that so I'm like trying to find that balance again even when I was like working like constantly like I worked all day yeah but then I came home and I would like still want to talk because it's a different audience to have yeah I, I totally get that like there's definitely this like really hard balance between that like I know because like I'm working right now and I'm working from home so there it's especially when I started working from home there's like this weird balance of being like at home all the time kind of alone like doing your own thing like because my parents are both home like one's working one's not but we're also like isolated from each other that like, I'm not getting any human interaction during the day um, and then I'm usually so burnt out from work at the end of the day that I don't want to talk. But then there's like the odd right. day or like on a weekend where like I'll see someone outside in my fam- family where I'm like, oh my god, a human, let me tell you everything. Because I'm just like so excited for outside interaction. It's like, oh, it's bad. And then I remember like my boyfriend when I was at his house one time, his mom was like being really chatty. And I remember he was like slightly annoyed with it. And I was like, here's the thing though, like she's not like going out and stuff as much as she used to because of COVID so like she's not getting her fill and I totally get where she's coming from whereas like he's working like the same as always so he doesn't have that I definitely think I think COVID has also changed how people see themselves with like introvert and extrovert oh yeah yeah 100% yeah they have to I think people are realizing even for introverts how necessary people are yeah and you don't realize, like, yeah, like, I don't think anyone would ever really process that until, yeah, COVID happened, and then it was like, what the heck? Oh, I, I remember when it started, and I was like, oh, I can eat it. Where is my people? Like, even it's just crazy. going up to restaurants. Yeah, I even having people around. Like, that. like, 
I, like I told you earlier, like I just have like the weirdest like travel bug. Like once COVID really yes. hit and they were like, you're not allowed to travel. I was like, you know what I really want to do right now? Travel. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but where? I really want to go to Disney. Fun fact. See, I'm just like at a point yeah. where I just want to go anywhere. Like I would even go to like mm. a city like a couple hours away or something and just like stay at a hotel or something. Like I don't even Yeah. I just need it. I just feel like I really want to go to a hotel. <laughs> the last time I was in a hotel was when I actually moved um, cities. And I didn't have my apartment available. Well, I did, but I decided to stay with my, my parents who helped me move. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, we'll stay here for the night. And then that was the last time. And I paid for it, too. Like, I was an adult. Like, it was under my name, my credit exactly. card. Like, I felt so, like... Yes, because I've never had booked in a hotel. No, I've never so booked a hotel. No, that was 2019. So, like, we checked in and it was like, hi, like, this is me. It's under <laughs> Which is really, <laughs> you know, like, oh, it was amazing. That's so cool. Oh. Yeah, I've never booked in a hotel. And I, like, you said one last time you stayed in a hotel was, and I'm, like, racking my brain. I have no idea when last time I stayed in a hotel was. I I would say, like, maybe I would have been, like, a kid. Like, maybe 11 or 12 or something. Mm. No, I can't remember. Like, not even in... Oh, you know what? Like, not in high school for, like, class trips? No, yeah, you're right. I think Italy would have been the last hotel I would have stayed in. Mm -hmm. In that hotel. Okay. Oh, what's going on? (laughs) Crazy. It's like, oh, yeah, I was just in Italy. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Um, I was so jealous when everyone left. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like... It was weird because it was, like... So let's kind of preface this for the people that obviously are listening and don't know. So in our high school, we went to the same high school together, which I think I mentioned, but um, there every every year there was like a trip that you could go on. It was mm-hmm. an optional trip. It wasn't really like educational based, so like based on any class. It was just like a fun yeah. trip for the experience kind of thing. And every other year it was like a big trip. So one year mm-hmm. it was to Italy and I had gone. We were able to pay for it and stuff. Um, but Liv wasn't able yeah. to go, I guess, or like you weren't able, or like you didn't want to. Or... Um, I had the funds and I had like the deposit, but um, so, like there was only like a few spots open, uh, and three people ahead of me did it, and then I went to hand in my money, and the teacher of the time, and I think you know who it is, told me, "Oh, you don't need to go because you weren't with us." And I'm like, "What do you mean you're not with you?" I had to be in the in-group, and I wasn't part of that. So I was told I wouldn't have any friends. So I was told not to go when I was really sad. That's really messed up. I The really funny yeah. thing is, like, I feel like you and I were very similar in high school, where, like, we weren't, like, yeah. huge into a certain group or anything. But, like, like, see, I would call, like, I would at least call myself, like, a floater, where, like, I could go between groups, but I was never part of one. Um, and I was, like, in it. Were you at the parent-teacher conference thing with it? Like, the the parent-teacher information night with it for the trip? No. I wonder if that might be part of it, because I was never told that, and I was kind of in a similar situation as you. And I feel like we were friends. At, yeah, we were friends at the time, so. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I think grade 10, right? It was grade 11. Grade 11? So maybe also the two, because I was also really involved in, like, band music. Maybe. So that might have also been why. Like, I had to pick one or the other, and the teacher told me, like, you have to pick. And I was like, well, no. Like, it should, I shouldn't have to. Like, I should be able to go to both. And I was also told, like, because I would be fit in. And I was like, well, screw you. Like, really messed up. Sorry. That is really messed up. she just hated me. 
but yeah it was like it was a good experience and but it was really like my only travel experience and it's kind of like it's kind of a weird experience for like your only travel experience out of the country at least because it's so mm-hmm. different because it's not with my family it wasn't with like friends per se it was with school like, I had friends on the trip but like no one overly yeah. close or anything but it was like it's so weird to like tell people about the trip and be like oh yeah and then our tour guide and then our teacher like because it was like tour guide, one tour guide the whole time which I don't think is like normal with trips I don't know I don't know no I don't I don't think so. Usually, you, like, get different, like, different checkpoints. You get different yeah. tour guides. So, have one is amazing. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, he was kind of a weird dude. But, yeah, it was it was a good trip. Have you, um, have you traveled, like, much before? I traveled, like, when I was six and 12, I'd gone to, like, Florida. One I flew and one I drove. Wow. Driving was really cool. Really? Like, I still remember it. Yeah. I would have thought it would have been a house. See, I get, car, like, I get everything sick. Like, I get, mm-hmm. like, car sick folks and yeah. everything. So, for me, like, when everyone's, like, when anyone says something like, oh, we're going to drive, like, 10 hours, I'm always like, oh, boy, that <laughs> sounds like hell. Yeah. But I guess, like, if you yeah. don't have that, it's probably not as, it's probably interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah. I've always gotten motion sick, so my, my view right. of, like, car rides or anything has always been, like, very skewed into, like, <laughs> this is... Hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see I can't take gravel. It like does the opposite of what it's supposed to do for me. So I just drink water and chew gums. I get really bad car sick as well. But having to travel to where I currently live from home to my hometown is quite a length. Yeah, that would be rough. So you're, you're pretty far. Like we're in the same area, like hometown wise. We're basically like a town over from each other or something. But you're far enough away. Yeah that it's like such a trip like I considered my travel such a trip and it was like two and a half hours <laughs> yeah I hate it like so. everyone would be like oh we're going on a road trip I'm like how long and they're like oh 10 hours and I'm like you're crazy <laughs> yeah no I don't know I think just like even if I sit in the middle of the vehicle because mm-hmm. I'm like even pressure maybe I don't know like you can if I can look straight out I'm fine if I can't <laughs> or if I drive if I can drive I don't get car yeah everyone says that driving doesn't ever cause car or typically yeah. sorry doesn't cause car sickness um mm-hmm. and I've never experienced a driving like I never had it when I was going to and from school when I was doing that but yeah, I guess my mom always told me like because sitting in the car helps a lot too and I guess it's like when the motion is yes. going by your peripheral your brain doesn't feel it as much as it thinks it should or something and doesn't know how to react so it makes you sick I don't know my body also does this really yeah. fun thing where it reacts to everything by feeling sick. So, like, when I'm hungry, I feel sick. When oh. I'm hot, I feel sick. So, I just feel sick a lot. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'm sure pregnancy is going to be so yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> you might have, a, like, the whole sickness feeling the entire length of it. <laughs> oh, I expect it. And someone once told me that um, morning sickness is the same as motion sickness. Like, they feel the same. Lovely. Right? So now someone who's like, oh, I got motion sick. I'm like, oh, yay. Because as a child, my motion sickness was bad enough that I would actually get sick. But as I got older, it stopped being that bad. And it just got to the point where I just felt awful. Like, I would have a headache and I'd just feel nauseous, but I'd never, like, got sick. So it was, like, the idea of that for, like, weeks or months is, like, oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I, I mean... When I get sick too, I'm also just like, 
whatever. I try not to think about it because the more you think about it, the more you're like more to feel even worse because you're processing it and panicking and getting anxious from it all. And yeah, no, you can't. It's hard, but you can't. So, so you I don't know. have well, like I don't know if you want to talk about this. If you don't, just tell me, and then we'll move on and cut this out. But okay. Um. So you have like anxiety and like around yes. sickness sometimes too, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm good to talk about it. Okay. So was that something that <laughs> you had like as a child too? Like when you got like motion motion sick stories, did you also like get in your head and like panic about like oh maybe this isn't motion sickness, maybe it's something else, or was that just like yes. a normal? Really? No, constantly. Yeah, like I would actually work myself up to being like, okay, I'm dying. Like I, I mean, we are, but like I'd be like. I have cancer, like, this is the end, like, I don't know what to do, like, I went from, like, a normal, like, a cough to extreme, like, no, this is it, like, this is my last breath, which probably shouldn't have done, but that's <laughs> probably not how healthy. Far <laughs> and that was, like, even with, like, mean, motion sickness, or just, like, regular yes. illness? Like, everything. That's crazy. See, I found, like, my, because I've, I've had anxiety, I think, my entire life, and, like, it's kind of changed, I think, in how I've had it like it's always been around perfectionism which is something I'm actually working on a lot right now but it's like as I've gotten older it's also become more like socially motivated and sometimes medically motivated but like also Mm -hmm. kind of not like sometimes I start to worry like especially with the coronavirus of being like oh do I have it but it's also not yes. around actually getting sick. It's more around the right. consequences of getting sick. So, like, my mind goes to if I get sick, I can't see anyone. I can't do anything. I can't leave the house. I can't. In my mind, if I get sick, everything in my life has to stop, which is awful. And then my mind does this, like, fun thing where, like, if everything has to stop, I'm like, I'll lose everything, which is, like, not realistic. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, my mind has yeah. been doing that a lot with me lately, which has been a fun thing of, like, if this mm-hmm. happens, then you lose everything, which is, like, Right. Yeah, it's hard because you don't want to like get there, but then you kind of like drive your you get your mind brings you to that conclusion of like yeah no that's and it's like you can't think like that and it's so hard when you like no don't think like that like you actually I don't know if for you but for me like I have to be like nope we're in the moment like this is I'm not actually say in danger like Mm -hmm. I mean with what I'm dealing with like medically right now as well it's the constant like nope, you're safe, you're fine. And then finding, like, I use, like, the free thing method. I don't know what the exact terminology is, but, like, you find three things that are, like, still, and then you find three things that are moving, and then three things that can talk, and something like that, just to kind of, like, bring you back from, like, an anxious feeling to, like, a normal, like, standstill, like, in-the-moment motion, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's, I don't know. There's yeah. a lot. I feel like because I've done a lot of, like, counseling and stuff around it, and the method mm-hmm. I was taught, actually, by my doctor is less, um, it's very similar where it's, like, mm-hmm. you count down from five, but it's, like, five things you can see, five things you can hear, smell, touch, oh, okay. whatever. Um, or, sorry, like, and then you go, like, four things you can hear, three things you can touch, mm-hmm. and, like, work your way down. Um, okay. But I think all these things are really, like, in the realm of, like, being mindful and, like, being in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing a yes. counselor said to me one time was, like, if you go on a walk or if you do anything, be more mindful. And a good example of mindfulness is yeah. like a toddler, right? Because like toddlers are like, 
oh my god look at this tree look at the sky look at this look at this look at this like isn't this cool isn't this cool let's teach this let's do this and it's like yeah you're right like adults don't do that it's like i'm walking to the mailbox i'm walking to the mailbox versus like a toddler's yeah. like but look at this blade of grass isn't it cool look at this rock look at this isn't the sky cool today yeah. or it's like yeah you're right like let's kind of incorporate that That's in your life true. but it's so hard yeah. because there's so many things going on yeah, and I guess like as we grow, we all become, like you said, like narrow-minded. And mm. so the word, the word is grounding. You're using grounding techniques to calm mm. yourself. Yeah. Instead of just panicking in the moment, and that's something that like I've been learning to do. Yeah. So hearing that too is like helpful because maybe I was just doing it wrong with the whole three-point method. Maybe using the five. That was, was, like, I don't think it's to, wrong. Like, I think it's just different methods. Like I think different yeah. things work for different people. Like, I use the five thing, like the counting down thing, very rarely. I think I've used it like once or twice because I just don't really like okay. it. Um, for me, it's more of just kind of like, like I really like the fact based stuff. So if something's right. bothering you, like if I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job, being like, okay, well, what evidence do you have to support that? And if I go through any, if I mm-hmm. have any evidence, then I'll be like, oh yeah, you're right. That's like not enough. <laughs> right. So, it's, stuff like that has helped me but it's definitely like it's so individual so like something that works for me might not work for you and like vice versa it's so weird i kind of yes. don't know that it, honestly i guess i feel like I get to know their clients and know what might work for, for sure them. yeah and i mean like speaking on, on like that type of thing like um uh, in college i was like uh, an ra so i learned like a lot of those like techniques as well to help my students during the crisis situations and then my current job um when i am working um is a lot of like when you arrive to the situation um kind of talking to the person and being like so how are you feeling like why are you feeling like this like explain to me what is for like presenting this today like, mm-hmm. what can i do to help you and is there anything that we can maybe do together to get you out of this situation or how can I, how can I increase your like awareness to the area instead of like yelling? Um, my first approach, because we have like a bit more of a leeway, I'm allowed to like use discretion on education versus prosecution. So I'm constantly trying to be like, you know, let's just talk it through. Let mm-hmm. me educate you on how to do it differently so that in the future you're not going to get in trouble, but here's your first warning. And if I have to come back several times and like, it's going to get worse, but I don't want to ever get to the highest level because that's not fair. I'm all about giving people a second chance. And if they mess up that one, then it's like, you know what? Like, I'm sorry, but I've given you enough time to realize and you're an adult. You should be aware of your options to be able to make that educated decision to move forward. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. I don't think so, positions like that where there's any sort of power like that, um, going into it with like the mindset of i'm in charge so i'm just gonna prosecute you right away is kind of like ridiculous i think i think in some cases it's like it's needed like i think in an extreme case you'd be like you obviously know that but i think with more mild things it's it's like well yeah like you don't need to be yes yeah yeah i mean depending on the situation yeah typically it's not as crazy i'm like you know what like let's just talk about it but yeah if it's the (laughs) Why are you doing this? No, you're done. Like, let's <laughs> let's just pull you out. <laughs> so, <laughs> without getting too much into what I actually do. <laughs> no, I get that. I feel like we need to keep some. Well, there's also like um, what's that called? Confidentiality laws and stuff like that. So yes. I don't know. I'm sure you got that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm not talking about specific things. No, it's yeah, just for a sure. It's like um, 
like patient confidentiality. Like they can tell your entire story. They just yeah. can't like, name. It's, it's under the the the, the PETA also your personal information your personal electronic information the Vice Act something like that Digital Act I don't know I don't know the full I should know this because this is part of what I do but like, I, I don't totally get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of. And I also wonder sometimes if, like, even if you get consent from people, if they still can't say it. Because I've heard cases where I'm like, you probably could easily get consent from that person, but you probably just don't because it's easier legally to not. Yeah, there's a lot of paperwork involved sometimes, too, or signing forms, whatever. I guess yeah. that's the same thing. But lots of lots of legality behind the scenes that you don't really would think that would be included, but there is. It's definitely a tour and a half. Done it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, I've never, my job is like different with that because like you don't really have a lot of paperwork or anything. It's very, it's like computer work, right? So it's just like, okay. copy yeah. yeah. I mean, mine's online, like it's digital. I mean, I do have some paper forms, but mostly True. it's electronic. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Like they sign, they sign electronically as well. Yeah, we can talk a little bit more, I guess, about some hobbies. Is that really weird? Oh, so I mean, like, let's just get invested. Let's be real. Like, let's if, be if real. You're listening, <laughs> um, if you're listening to this, yeah, let's get to know us. I feel like I, I always like say this to people, and some people are like, "Oh my god, there's totally not." But I always feel like I'm such a boring person because I don't really do anything. <laughs> like, I don't go out or anything, yeah. even before COVID or anything. I'm not like a big party yeah. or drinker or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, my whenever someone's like, "Let's party," I'm always like, "By party, do you mean read?" <laughs> read. So I like I love reading. I'm always like, literally, always reading something. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I'm a book nerd. I'm constantly okay. listening to podcasts or like some like right. I'm almost always intaking some sort of audio or like some sort of content. When I'm working, yeah. especially, I'll be, like, listening to podcasts or, like, watching Netflix or, like, watching yeah. something. YouTube, watch a lot of YouTube also. I think yes. There's, there's, like, days where I'm, like, there's so much content out there to consume and, like, I'm not going to have the time for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what are you, oh, I see that. what's that, like, now? Because you have more free time with your, like, temporary leave and all that. So, what's that? Like, yeah. what do you do? Like, what's that like? I honestly like first off it's allergy season so usually I would be taking walks because that's part of like my plan mm-hmm. of all of that fun stuff um so I can't like I can but I'm choosing not to walk out much because I can't breathe and then I start to panic from that so yeah, I've been yeah. yeah like I've been walking inside of my apartment complex Just sounds weird but like I'll take the stairs down and then I'll take the stairs back up just checking my mail and I call that my walk for the day because it's like better air quality mm-hmm. um I watch a lot of Netflix like yeah. I can't watch too much but I can watch enough mm-hmm. I just spread it out so like I do kind of like in a 40 minute episode and then I wait about half an hour and I watch something else just so that I'm not constantly staring at the screen because that definitely isn't good um so like then, what do you do in between like when you can't because I know, like, you're not supposed to have a lot of screen time. So, how does that work in between? Like, do you... 
I don't know. I can't think of anything. Yeah. Um, I doodle and I hang out with Nikki. I have lots of cuddle time. Yeah, true. See, I'm like such a screen person. Like, I work all day on the screen and then by the end of the day, I'll be like, oh okay. man, my eyes need a break. And then I'll like go on my phone for an hour. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not, <laughs> like, this is no. still screen time. <laughs> oh god, it's pretty bad. Like, yeah. everything is screens. I know, it is. Like, even going to say to like an appointment, they're like, Oh, have you it you're like checking on your phone and it's like, You don't want me to do this, but yet you want me to do this on my phone. Like yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like it totally I I can't talk, like I can't think of words today. I totally get it. Usually when I talk a lot too, I get like a really it's with my job, I'm, I'm at my computer all day, and I'm not really talking, so mm-hmm. there's times where, like, I'll be talking right. a fair amount, and I'll just be like, oh my god, like, my voice is, you know, voice is dry, my throat's dry, like, my voice is running out, yeah. like, how do people do this? I used to be I more know. of a like, too. Yeah, my job is also, like, just talking constantly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Constantly, constant talking. I miss, I miss it. I do, really do. How long have you been off now? like straight without like the back and forth business so but we're, we're going into three months straight oh, yeah yeah that's hard because i remember after college i got a job that was i don't know like five or six months or something and then for right. like three months after that i was unemployed and i swear to you okay. by like two and a half months or two months mark i was going crazy like I was so mean and then I realized that like I was so <laughs> bitter and like I'm just like so unhappy like yeah. I was just so bitter all the time so like I know people that like go on leave from like their jobs for different reasons like mental health reasons and stuff yeah. but I always think that like although my job can be stressful that for me it helps my mental health because like gives me a purpose and like something to like do for the day yeah I totally get that like I mean I don't know, it brings like a lot of different feelings and emotions into me. I guess it's the same words, but we're just gonna roll with it here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, like I think I've become a lot more like edgy. Um, mm-hmm. Like I've even like I felt myself too. Like you're right. Like you, you feel like you become a mean person because you're just like you're bottled up with so many emotions. Like after after college, like first year of college or leading up, I guess to college, like I had a part time job. But it was like full time hours, and then I took like a gap here in between high school and college, and then it was like I worked full time after that one semester that I went back to do a little bit of extra courses, and then I went to college. Didn't have a job first year of college, but when I was off of college in the summertime, I went back to my original job, but they were not giving me many hours anymore, so I went to another job, and then I went back to work at my college for an RA did that for the full year and then got home and within being home within two weeks I had a like a part-time job and then quit that job to go to another job and then I moved to a different city mm-hmm. and within in the city two weeks I had a full-time job as like a manager level position yeah or assistant manager basically supervisor manager I don't know it was like it was called a coordinator position yeah that's really high like higher up yeah, like, I was actually, like, I think as a floor supervisor, we'll call it that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, so, like, but I was like, I guess, like, in, middle management. Yeah. Like yeah, but, like, I was still able to go into the office and, like, paperwork and all yeah. that stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Right? 
And then I like left that job to go to my current job. So like, and then COVID hit last year and I was actually off from like that job, mm-hmm. the like manager one. But like that one, that was mentally draining for me. But then now I'm here and it's like having this time off again, it's kind of like a repeat from last year, but not the way I want it to be. Like, yeah. you know, like it's, yeah. So it's hard. And it's so uh, funny because yeah. when I went from like going to school like high school to college, I didn't work during college. I didn't have to, and like I didn't right. honestly really want to. Um, so yeah. I mean, college courses, like at least for me, were like very seldom. Do we actually need to go to classes? I think we ended up having like maybe ten or fifteen oh. hours like a week or something like that. So like we'd go to class for like an hour or two, and then like maybe we only had that one class that day, and then some we did two classes. But okay. we were never at school for that long, so it was almost like having like a part time job. So I could have easily fit like wow. another job into it. I just didn't really want to. So there was a lot of free time there. Yeah. And then when I did that first summer, I did my very first ever full-time job. Like I don't remember working full-time ever in the summer because like, I always worked part-time. So it was like right. the first time I ever worked full-time. And it was, I just remember like the first couple days being so hard because I would get home after work and I'd be like, well, there's mm-hmm. no time to do anything. Like, I can't do anything. Like, I have, like, three, like, I, that time I was working, like, afternoon, so I'd have, like, three or four hours in the morning, and, like, maybe an hour after work, and then I'd go to sleep, but I just remember being, like, so frustrated. Like, when do people ever get to do anything? I don't ever get to do anything. But, like, now, I get bored. Like, that's part of why I wanted to start, like, a project like this, because I just, like, I get bored. Like, I like having things that I need to do to kind of, like, push me. Right. Um, so like work is obviously a great thing like that, but then something like a project like this is awesome because then it's like, oh, like let's go do research. Like that's something I need to get done for this week or whatever. And then let's write up kind of what I want to do. And then it just kind of gives me like more of a purpose uh-huh. because now like the three or four hours after work, I'm like, that's so much time to sell. <laughs> it's so funny how like your brain switches so much like that. Yeah. It's, it is true. Like, it's so weird. That's why, yeah, it's like, that's why, like, me having the experience of being off right now, it's like, okay, well, what do I do during those eight hours where I need to do it by myself? And so it's constantly, like, I've been actually trying to get up early um, to do things. Like, I'm starting, like, a workout routine on Monday um, to kind of push myself Mm -hmm. to hopefully help, you know, progress things. And so that'll hopefully help me to, like, stay up. And then I can incorporate my shower because there's even a... I've been a morning shower person forever, and then I switched to nighttime to help me sleep. But now I'm like, when do I shower? Because I have so much free time during the day right. that it's like I could shower at like one o'clock or do that exercise in the morning. And then you know, I don't know. Just trying to reincorporate everything. Kind of like figuring so, out a new yeah. routine. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. Like, because when I was off those three months, like in between jobs, I it yeah. was just like trying to figure out what to do and I like created a schedule for myself where like I would get up in the morning at like a certain time and then I would like right. do like at the time I was doing some stuff on YouTube like making some stuff so I'd like do something for YouTube and then I would kind of like hang out because my mom was working part-time at the time so I'd hang out with her for a bit and then when she left for work I'd do more YouTube stuff and then hang out with myself for a bit and it was just like having to have some sort of like consistency that kind of helped a bit but there was still just like yes. so much time of like I'm just so yeah exactly or like making sure you don't spend too much time on one thing because then that mm-hmm. just you don't want to do it the next day or you don't want to ever do it 
I don't know. It's just, or I guess because I watch like TV here and there all day. It's like at the end of the day, like I want to start watching stuff with my boyfriend. But when it's like, hey, I watch stuff all day. Like I don't really want to watch more. But then I also want to like create that balance with him. And it's just like, adulting is hard. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Your face and your expression was like perfect. <laughs> So we're like the same, but also very different stages of our life right now where, um, I, it's, see, I'm, I need to get out of this like headspace of seeing life as like a race or like check boxes because it's not, because what I was going to say is like, you're ahead of me right now, but let me just (laughs) throw out that whole sentence because that's like a garbage way to think about life is, so we're at very similar and very different life stages where we're both working full time. Um, we're both yes. with significant others, and I would say like it's serious on both ends. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I always say that. Yeah, and I'm like, if he doesn't get serious, <laughs> what do you think he does? <laughs> Maybe I'll ask him to. <laughs> but I'm always like, what does that mean? Like, I whenever someone asks, like, yeah. is it serious? I'm always like, what does that mean? Like, I'm always like, is that a sexual thing? Because sometimes that's what people mean. Is okay. it like, are we gonna get married? I don't uh-huh. know. Do you have a crystal ball? Okay. I know. So I'm always like, what does that mean? Yeah. Anyway, I think we're similar in that sense. Like we're both kind yes. of in like relationships and stuff. Um, you guys have been together yeah. longer, so like the likelihood is like your relationship yes. would progress <laughs> to something higher sooner yes. in theory. Who who knows? No one ever knows. Who knows? And then I don't know. You're living together too. <laughs> so that's like a pretty like yes. big thing. Um, you're out of yeah. your parents and all that. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like, I don't know why I thought that funny. You're you're saving money. You're being practical. Yeah. You're you're saving money now so that you can move forward. And I mean, like, because we are at different stages. Like, I also moved farther away from hometown. That's true, and right? I came back. <laughs> you 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 went back, which is totally okay because I honestly will probably be there someday soon. See where I we'll see in the future. I was in my school city for a while because where I'm. Where I am, it's like I guess you call it like a town. Um, yeah. But then I went to like an actual city for a while, and I was like, "Yeah, this is great." The first year, and then by the second year, I was like, "I hate this. Wash is not worth this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no. by the end no. of because my school was three years, so by the end of it, I was like, "Cool, right. I get to move back home." And then my original goal was to move up north a little bit to be more in like a more country esque cottage area. Um, okay. But then. I didn't, the job I had there that I thought was going to work out long-term didn't end up working out long-term. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go back home. And I ended up finding the job through that. But I was willing mm-hmm. to, like, commute an hour or so if I needed to. So okay. I was just kind of like, well, I'll go at home or I'll go home for now and kind of, like, see what I get. And then I ended up getting yeah. a job very close to home, which is awesome. So, mm-hmm. but I got to a point where I was like, I like the town versus city living. And true. The yes. older I get, the more I just, like, really want to be near family. Like, we don't have a huge family. Like, we have a huge family, but yeah. we're not close to extended family. So, for me, it's very important to, like, grow with my, my parents. My sister, like, mm-hmm. we're not as close, but, I mean, ideally, it would be nice to be close one day. But right. for me, it's, like, I really want to stay close to my parents. And I know that, like, being physically close, like, distance-wise is easier. I mean, I don't yeah. want to live with them forever, but I would like to stay in the same area as them. And, like, my big thing yeah. is eventually when I have kids, I want the kids to be close to their grandparents because I didn't have that. Yes. So for right. them to be able to just be like, 
going over to grandma's house or whatever, like whatever, then I'd be like, yeah, yeah, man, I didn't have that. So I would love for that to be an option. Right. So the older I get, the more I'm like, that's really important to me. And like, I want to. Yeah, I I agree on that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it's true. Like, I think as we all grow, we all tend to be closer to where our roots are to establish that. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if we had like, for like, I'm the opposite. Like, I had my grandparents, like, both sets. Like, my mom's parents and my dad's, like, mom were, like, five-minute drives from my, like, house. Um, so I had that experience. Like, my – I went to my grandparents' house every day when I was – before I went to school, um, like, starting school. And then when I went to school, like, after school, we would go kind of, like, as the daycare provider. So, like, I never had also the – learning of how to grow up with the daycare like side of things like I had family to watch me so it was never okay. like a, a big thing for me like so now it's just normal like I'll call them and be like hey how's it going like, I think moving away has also allowed me to be even closer with my family because yeah. of technology and being able to use FaceTime and whatever phone calls and all that fun technology life but yeah like living close to them I never really would call them because it was just oh I can take five minutes and drive and see them so oh, they're right there yeah them. And do you think it's almost like the coronavirus thing where being away from people really yeah. shows you how much you need them? It's weird sure. as that sounds, but it really does. It really, yeah. it like brings people together in a way of like, oh my God, I really miss yes. them. Like I find like when my sister and I yeah. live together, for example, we like never get along. But whenever we yes. don't live together, we'll like message each other yes. and like talk and stuff like that. But if we're living together, it's like we can't talk, we're just fighting. Like it just doesn't no. Yeah, and I mean, like, I think it's different too. Like, I have a brother; you have a sister. On yeah. side things, like, I like growing up. I, my brother and I are six years apart, mm-hmm. so like that was like a good balance. But now, as we're like closer in age, I feel like as you grow, also like you get closer into your like elder ages or your older ages, your perspective, like that respect. Your yeah, your perspective you know? of age changes so much. Like when you were twelve. Yes your brother would have been six and that's like yeah life changes are like six and 12 are like yeah. two very different ages like preteen, like yeah into starting to like right. maybe get into like makeup and boys and all that kind of stuff and your brother's still like yeah. very much a very young kid so that makes a lot yeah. of sense and me and my sister are four years apart so like there's less of okay. that but i still think it's like enough of a gap that yes. when we were really little like, I needed her. I depended on her so much for stuff because, like, she was the older sister and I was nervous. But then when we got older, yeah. I feel like that much of a gap became, like, a wedge because it was, like, she was in high school. I was still in elementary school. She graduated yeah. high school. I started high school. So it was, like, it became, like, this yes. weird space. And now it's still kind of, like, at a weird space because, like, her yeah. age is kind of, obviously, she's had more time out of high school to establish and stuff. And, like, for sure, it's we're both in, like, our 20s now. So it's, like, kind of a weird like yeah it is and then there is like someone said this to me one time and I was so offended but ever since they've said it I've been like oh my god you're right but there's one time I was like explaining our relationship and they're like oh it's classic sibling rivalry eh? and I was like no it's not it's yeah. more complex than that and then at the, like afterwards yeah. I've been like oh my god it's classic sibling rivalry no it totally is yeah. like I'm starting to have those like rival like I can't say the word rivalry rivalry <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm starting to have those more those bigger fights with yeah. my brother. Yeah, I guess <laughs> like, that makes I sense. Never, like I've never fought with them. We now constantly are. It's like 
do. Like he has a girlfriend. He's growing up to that. I have to be better than you. And it's like, first off, you're six years younger than me. Like you're in grade 10. Like I'm older than you. Like leave me alone. Like I want to talk to you and I care about you. I remember being there. Like I was just in grade 10. What's going on? Right? It's crazy. Not out loud. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so crazy that, like, he has a girlfriend and stuff, too. I know, and they've been together for over a year now. That's crazy. Which is insane. that committed that young. Like, when I was in high school, I had the one mm-hmm. relationship, and we were only together nine months. And at the time, yeah. I just remember being like, it felt like we were together for so long. But at the same time, it felt yeah. like we weren't even together that long. Because I was like, nine months, that's not yes. that long. But while we were together, I was like, yeah. we've been together forever. Like, we're so close. And now I'm like, that was only nine months. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That was nothing. I just remember. Like, yeah, whenever we, anything is nine right? months, my thought always goes to, like, that's the one for the pregnancy. So whenever I'm like, oh, we were together with the yeah. length of the pregnancy. That's crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like high school relationships and college relationships are just, like, a very different, like, spectrum of, like, life because either high school you can end up being with them all through college or college you end up transferring like out of college into that life with them or you just you don't at all and it's like very very weird like obviously like I wasn't in college when I met like my current boyfriend like I met him in my new town city life and it was just very weird for me to be like wow like okay like I've had like these past shitty things and now it's like who are you? So it is. They are so different, and I feel like school in general. See, this is why I'm always amazed when people yeah. are like in med school or something, and like they find their significant other yeah. like for life. Because I'm always like, how does that even happen? Because I feel like schools, school and relationships okay. can be like so hard to mesh together, especially when yes. the schooling changes. So like, if you meet your significant other, just say like in university, and then you end up going to med mm-hmm. school, and you already met them. It's like, how do you then like intertwine your lives at a different school? Because usually it's because yeah. of like, a different school, right? And we're like, even like from high school to college, it's like that's like that, yeah. especially like the end of college is like the breaker of relationships. Like, that's what gets you. I know. And it's like, I don't, I don't think I could, like, I've done long distance and I don't think I could ever do it a time. Like, I'm, oh. yeah, I don't. I think I could do it, like, if my current relationship, for whatever reason, had to be long distance, I think I could do it, but I don't know if I would be able to start a relationship long distance at this point, like, if just say I wasn't with someone, like, if I had to start a winning relationship, like, I don't know if I would just be willing to do it, like, I'm also the kind of person where Mm -hmm. I'm totally happy single, so, like, I'm not saying that I'm not happy now, I just mean, like, I'm not the kind of person that's, like, I need to be with someone, because some people are, and that's fine, but I'm not that person, so I'm just kind of, like, I just, I'll just be single. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, too, is on my side of things where, like, I don't look for it. It just, like, I decided, I I mean, I met my current boyfriend on, like, dating apps. And it was, like, it's not like I was trying to look for anything, per se. It was just, like, oh, let's see, like, what's out there. And then I kind of, like, ran into it. And I was, like, okay, yeah. Like, this is cool for me. And so it, like, kind of changed, like, my whole perspective on that. So, I mean, like, I don't know. It changes for everyone, and I feel like as time goes on, like, even your, like, obviously, but your, like, expectations or your ideas of what you want also change and are more realistic with your current update life, as it could have been different. Like, you grow more. 
I also think obviously as you age that every relationship that doesn't work out like teaches you something so important yeah that definitely like it helps lead you to the person you're supposed to be with so yes yeah. I, I I would agree on that I think it helps like guide you to who you should yeah who you're meant to be with yeah i think that's it for us so thank you so much for listening we hope you come back to enjoy our next episode again that will be travis the chimp and i'm super excited to talk about it bye guys oh bye